I'm Danny, and this is The Lotus Collective, a podcast where we share stories, get vulnerable, and empower each other. Dancing in the wind and rain. And today I'm here with my bestie, Julia, and we're just going to talk today about confidence and how we can grow that in ourselves. Um, so yes, hi, Julia. Thanks for joining me today. So we've been talking a lot because we both kind of grew up in some similar things, but very different. And neither of us grew up with any sort of confidence. In fact, I think we both kind of thought we were real shitty people and we hated ourselves. I don't know about you, but I I did. That's definitely the religious trauma speaking, you know? Mm. (laughs) Religious, Religious trauma will get you every time. We both have that. I think the main thing, the main component here in this podcast episode for me would be helping regular people like you Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. recognize that confidence and self-esteem isn't something that you're just innately born with. It's, it's, it's definitely not something like some people that I've, that I'm friends with or that I spoken to or what, whatever situation just assume they just live in this mindset that like, well, I'm just, you know, I just don't have confidence like that. Or I'm, you know, I'm not somebody who, I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. I'm not that girl. And And I think that's it. And and then that's it. That's the end of the story. That's the person that I am. And I'm just always going to be that person forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Like everybody's just born with confidence. Like Oprah came out of the womb being like, I'm Oprah. I'm giving everybody things all the time. That's probably not You get a car. You get a car. You get a car and you get a TV. (laughs) Everybody. Everybody gets confidence. Everybody can grow their confidence. None of us are born with it. Again, like you were saying earlier, me, it's like a muscle. We can tell you the secret. to, to com- Do you want to tell them? Here's the secret. Confidence is something that you grow. And mm-hmm. you create it. You create it, babe. You have to create it in yourself. No one's going to give it to you. But we can... Grow it like a muscle in the gym. Starts out a little tiny baby muscle, five pounds at a time, and then we get to 40 pounds, and then we get to 300 pounds. Like, we can be That's big, a stretch. muscly, confidence babes. I That's what I think. don't want to be like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. My confidence level is going to be Dwayne Johnson's confidence level yeah? soon. The I audacity. He has the audacity to do a lot of shit. And I want to have the audacity right. to do a lot of shit. I love that for you. Thank you. Your confidence level could be Kevin Hart and I can be Dwayne Johnson. That's true. I'm, and their best I'm fine with that. I mean, so anyways, what we were trying to talk about before we got on here is some of the things that we have done or experienced that have grown our confidence. And I know for me, starting in like my early 20s, I never went on a date in my life. I never kissed a boy. I never held a hand. I never, I only like maybe once in a while full hugged somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, I just need to preface this story. (laughs) This is the important thing. You guys need to know this. You guys need to know this. I'm going to let you guys know something. Danielle was homeschooled. She's that girl. (laughs) She was a homeschooler. I was homelearned, (laughs) y'all. I was a homeschooler. I did not participate in any spelling bees, though. So with, with the religion, at least there's that. With the Christ. Yes. So, needless to say, there was no full frontal hugs happening for me. <laughs> <laughs> Only those good Christian side hugs. 
Anything else would start a flame that can Side never hugging. be burnt out. Side hugging for the Lord. Exactly. So for me, somebody gave me a book. Surprisingly, it was actually my mom that suggested it. Even though my mother didn't even want me to look at a boy before I got married. But anyways, she gave me this book. I started to read it, and it basically just told me, the Lord is not going to drop somebody off at your doorstep. If you're sitting inside watching the same fucking shows, doing the same, this is all Christian books. I didn't say the fuck word. But doing the same thing over and over and over again. It'd be really cool. It's the definition of insanity. That is a definition. But it'd be really cool if that Christian book dropped the bomb here and there. We know it didn't. So (laughs) basically encouraged me to like start smiling at people. Start putting myself out there. Heathen. I know. I have RBF, but it's a it's a struggle for me to smile. RBF? Resting, resting bitch face. Resting bitch face? Yes, I do have it. A lot of my friends have told me. They really? didn't they didn't want to be my friend at first because so I thought I was a bitch. I don't, and then I don't became think, my friend. I don't think you have RBF anymore. Yeah, but you met me in my salon as I met you in your confidence in your confidence. Season. In my confidence era. Era. Yes. I like that better than season. Well, anyways, so this book basically just pushed me out there. Go force yourself to do things differently than you would normally do. So for me, I swore I was never going to get on a dating app in my life. And I decided to do that. And that's a whole other podcast, about 20 other podcast episodes. But that was a big deal. I started doing that. And then my friends forced me to go dancing. And I reluctantly went. And then I got there and I was like, oh, I want to get good at this. And it was salsa dancing. And coming from a girl who'd never touched a boy in her life, like, this is awkward. And I decided I was going to get good at it. When, did, when, did, when was the first time you did get a full frontal hug? Like, oh. or a kiss? How old were you when you kissed a boy? My first kiss? Your I was first. 25 years old. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and it was New Year's. And it was in a church parking lot, oh. which I think is the best. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So there's that. So those two things were two big instrumental things for me that started me on a journey of confidence. Yeah, well, a can, lot we more, talk, can, we, can we pause a second? Oh, yes, pause. What? <laughs> did the church parking lot kiss? Was there tongue involved? Did well, you guys get dirt? Did you touch? Did you? First of all. Okay. <laughs> when I first kissed him. Yeah? Was his name like Jedediah? No. Or was it, wait, let me guess. I don't want to say it, it on wait, air. I'm going to... Because it was probably either like James from church. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah, I met him on eHarmony or Match, oh but he did go to church. But Why anyways, did you end up in the church parking lot? Because we went to a New Year's Eve singles event together thing. At the church. At a church, which wasn't my church. But anyways, he knew it was my first kiss, too, and we talked about this. So I kissed him, and then he was like, looks at me, he's like, okay, that was good. Let's try it with less teeth this time. <laughs> oh, wow. And, I was, and he made out with me. All night long. And of course, you know, an hour into it, he starts touching on the things and whips so, out his pee Wait a minute. Hold no, on. he did. And I made him, I slapped it away. I slapped, <laughs> and I screamed. The devil and idea. Put it away. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> put it away, sir. I've never seen such vile no, things. I didn't, in want my life. I didn't want to see it. Oh, wow. Let's just say we dated hot and heavy for a weekend. And then I was over. He was annoying. But, anyways. Wow. That was your first And he gave encounter. me some serious face stubble, like road rash on my face from all the making out. Seriously. So anyways, those are my two big things, and we can talk about more later. Those are the biggest things for me. Julia, hmm. what do you think your first couple of things were in your confidence journey? Well, my confidence journey came 
later in life. Well, this is the other thing that we need to preface with is this took us a little while. And Mm -hmm. I think all women kind of go through this journey. We're all like super insecure. It just seems not like everyone, right? But like the major, the vast majority of women, at least in our culture, tend to go through like this insecure phase Mm -hmm. with, you know, obviously, you know, teenage and then adolescence. And then we hit this whole phase where, <laughs> we not whole phase, but we hit this phase where we're like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to be me and do me, but it's still immature. It's still yeah. very immature. I say like mid twenties. And then once we hit our thirties, I feel like once you get into your thirties, you're yeah. like, well, shit, I gotta, I'm like a grown ass adult. Like I'm an mm-hmm. adult. It's time. And it is time that I like get a little mature here and like figure this mm-hmm. shit out. So I think for me, it happened um, in my thirties after I had to like gone through a divorce because I got Mm -hmm. married way too young and it was dumb. And, um, I was just in a place where I was like, I, um, need to start figuring some stuff out. And I, I honestly had just gotten like sick and tired of myself. Mm -hmm. I finally, I think I finally hit my rock bottom with a very terrible relationship. Um, you you know the one and I just kind of realized like, I, I don't like who I am and I started to become more self-aware and recognize that like the only person that makes me me is me mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. there's nobody else there's nothing else like it's 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 all me baby it's just me mm-hmm. and um and that's when we met each other and and other. she recommended so Danielle recommended this book called year of yes and if you don't know it's by Shonda Shonda Rhimes mm-hmm. the our favorite Grey's Anatomy writer. Powerhouse of the mitochondria. <laughs> Powerhouse of the cell, right? I yeah. I don't know. I was I got... school. <laughs> <laughs> I was public school learned. <laughs> Not the cell. I don't know. Anyway, she's a powerhouse in Hollywood. She's a writer. She's incredible. Um, she yeah created mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, um, How to Get Away with Murder, mm-hmm. um, like a whole bunch of other shit. Look her up; she's great. If you don't know her, you probably already do. Anyway, um, she wrote this book called Year of Yes, and mm-hmm. basically the whole premise was um, telling yourself yes, like mm-hmm. especially getting out of your comfort zone, saying yes to things that you normally wouldn't um, if you don't have a legitimate enough reason not to like mm-hmm. obviously if it's going to be something bad for you yeah. or detrimental to your mental health or your work or your relationships or whatever but like if you don't really have a legitimate excuse then you need to say yes yeah. and she also prefaced that you need to say yes to saying no which is mm-hmm. in other words boundaries boundaries yeah. right um and that was honestly one of my first introductions into boundaries believe it or not mm-hmm. and that was a couple of years that was like five years ago <laughs> We hate boundaries. Boundaries. Nobody wants you to have boundaries. So to answer your question, uh, and um, took me a while, but um, like three years later, I'm answering the question now. (laughs) Your question was like, what, 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 what has that done for me? Honestly, if it wasn't for uh, reinventing myself and working Mm -hmm. on inventing my own confidence, focusing on me, saying yes to things that scared me, um, I did some amazing shit. I flew planes. I flew Mm -hmm. airplanes by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I flew, I did it. You've I flew the plane. Bullshit. I went and I flew a plane. I went and I, I, uh, went and got a, a job that I wanted that I would tell myself, no, that's the other thing that us, I don't want to just say women. I think I, just human. Yeah. It's a human thing for us to like put these caps, these mental yeah, limit limits. And we just mm-hmm. tell ourselves, no, 
And I heard somebody say once, I think it was on TikTok, <laughs> don't be don't be the person to say no to yourself. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else tell you no. Yeah. So if it wasn't for me saying yes to myself, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have met my husband now. And he's amazing, you guys. Don't, don't even I, go where I know you're going to go. No, I'm <laughs> You're right, though. <laughs> All I'm going to say is he's the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. Now I have a beautiful little baby girl. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought that mm-hmm. I'd have been a mom. I'm mm-hmm. a kick-ass mom now. That's pretty much what I took away from that book, too, was, like, boundaries, mm-hmm. learning how to say yes to no, and yeah. then doing the things that scare you. Like, I read that book right before I gave it to you, and we went on vacation together, and we read it. Oh, I said yes to it. going to vacation with you. She always swore she wasn't going to go on another tropical vacation because she's in the military, and she hated it. And we went to Jamaica, and we did cool stuff, and we survived the tiniest tsunami of all time. It wasn't, okay. It was a very, we like to talk about it right now. (laughs) Julia had a panic attack. (laughs) She had a prank for the first time. I prayed, and I haven't prayed with anyone in a long time, but we made it through. We did tsunami of 2000 and whatever it was, I don't know. Was it 2017? On vacation. On vacation. And really, it was just like a heavy rain, and that was it. It but we made it yeah. through this. We survived. And here we are to this day to tell our story. Sure. But um, let's see. What else can we talk about about confidence? Like we were talking earlier, it is a very, it's it's a self-awareness thing for sure. Like if you aren't self-aware, this is not going to work for you. So it takes like some reflection and not beating yourself up about things, but just looking inward and being like, why am I the way that I am? Why am I overanalyzing this? Why am I anxious about this? Why does this stress me out? Why do I not want to do that thing that sounds cool that maybe I always wanted to do as a little girl? Like, Or, or what What am I doing? What, mm-hmm. what limiting beliefs do I have? Mm-hmm. I think self-awareness is also a muscle that you, that you work out. Yep. And it's a process. Super process. Like each of these things that I've done have started out with something little and small. And to other people, that may be like, that's so dumb. Why would that make do anything? But for me... It's a little thing. For me, I freaking hated myself from the day that I came out of the womb. I had a feisty little attitude. Mm-hmm. And I was sassy all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was forced to be a round peg in a square hole, as I like to say, in my life. Like, uh, my creativity was squished in a lot of ways. My attitude was squished. I wasn't allowed to be who I was. And I wasn't allowed to have... The very intense, strong feelings that I felt from the moment I came out of the womb. And so in in me, that created a person who was who had a lot of feelings, who reacted eventually, but I kept it all in. I got angry. I got bitter. I got cranky. I was scared of doing anything because everyone would say no and it would hurt my feelings or things like that. And so that... You were, you were repressed. I was definitely, I would say... A lot of repression and those kinds of things. And, you know, maybe I don't think it was an intentional thing in my parents, but they were trying to make me an obedient, you know, good girl, obedient, meek and quiet spirit, child, girl, child. Yeah. And for me, I always told my mom, she's like, the Lord loves a meek and quiet spirit. And I was like, well, he must not love me because he did not make me that way. (laughs) And I don't care this attitude. (laughs) But, um, you know, those, that was me. So like doing anything scared the shit out of me. I remember as a little girl, I grew up watching musicals, right? And I, all this, like Fred Astaire and ballroom dancing and all these things. And I always wanted to be a singer. Mm-hmm. And I actually did do some singing at one point. That's another thing. But um, I just pictured myself every time I'd watch a musical, I'd dance around the house by myself. And I never danced until I was in my mid-20s. And then I'm like, I'm just like 
living my little childhood dreams of like dancing all over the dance floor with a person or a man and like living this like weirdly romantic but not romantic experience that I always wanted to have (laughs) and it's so silly when you think about it but like I loved that when I was a little girl I'd watch movies about that all the time so so what you're doing doing today what you're doing today satiates Mm -hmm. seven-year-old baby Mm -hmm. Danny Mm -hmm. and I think that's the other thing for like the self-awareness and reflection Mm -hmm. that can help you one of the questions that you can ask yourself is what would my inner child or Mm -hmm. in other words because you know we use that pop pop science uh popsicle psychology (laughs) if you will uh (laughs) terminology of like inner child Mm -hmm. but basically the way you can think of it is is like um, you know what would little julia like little Mm -hmm. julia seven-year-old julia think of 36-year-old julia Mm -hmm. right now yeah, How did you she... dream of, like, skating on the ice and being in the Olympics? You know did what you I mean? want to have a puppy farm? I don't know. A puppy farm. Whatever. That sounds awesome. Whatever little things that you used to get excited about as a little kid, I think, are some of the keys that you need but to tap like, into, right? It, it's not even that. I mean, yes, in that. Ways, but, it can help. But, it's, but, like, I think, like, in my mind, it's, it's more of, like, would six- or seven-year-old Julia be impressed or be Uh happy uh for or be excited about Mm -hmm. um 36 year old julia i think my seven-year-old me would look at me now and be beside herself that i'm a mom Mm -hmm. you have your own baby Mm -hmm. you get to you get to play with a baby that's amazing (laughs) oh my god right like so cool you you get to fly on planes. You get to go visit friends. You have friends. You have a bunch of friends. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like making friends, that's like a whole another podcast, right? Like yeah. how do you make friends as yeah. an adult woman, you mm. know, in today's age, right? Podcast number two. Uh, number two, notes. write it down, girl. <laughs> like, but like, I think like it's, it's not about like, okay, thinking about those fantasies that we had as children of course like all little girls fantasize about like i'm gonna find my prince charming or whatever right it's not about like beating yourself up that like oh great now i am i never did accomplish any of that shit and now i'm just a loser no Mm -hmm. it's just you start to look inward and recognize like what are some little things that i can do for myself to set set like to, to just knock down that first domino yeah one thing at a time. One thing at a time. And, and like you, like I think what you're getting at, like I'm, 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 I'm freaking tracking with you. I'm tracking mm-hmm. like a tank. Like mm-hmm. I, what you're, what you're getting at, is essentially saying, all it takes is one little thing. So for mm-hmm. me, I think one of the other things is my whole life. Like you were talking about, like your whole life, you were repressed, you were held back, you were whatever. Mm-hmm. My mom always had this thing about my freaking hair had to be long. You have such beautiful hair, Julia. I need to be long. Don't put it up in a ponytail. It's gorgeous. I hated it. And even when I was a little girl, I was like mad that I was a girl at my mom. I was like, why did you make me a girl? I should be a boy right now. It's fucking bullshit that I don't get to pee standing up. How come my brother gets to? That's not fair. First of all. Second of all, training bras bullshit total bullshit right and then third of all i don't want to deal with my hair i don't want to brush my hair i don't want to put my hair up and for the longest time i held that limiting belief in my mind i think it was like a subconscious thing and i dealt with it and i made it work and yeah i've had some really great hairstyles along the way but it wasn't honestly until last year after i gave birth and you came and visited me and i was like chop it off Mm -hmm. do it Danny and she even asked me like three times are you sure 
to chop all of their hair off it's a, a psychological like a psych psychiatric break they're yeah. experiencing something like i just broke up with my boyfriend yes. or chop it off something something mm-hmm. huge right yeah. but for me it was one of those little steps it was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna say yes to jumping out of my comfort yeah. zone i'm gonna say yes to seven-year-old me who was like why can't i have my hair short like a boy mm-hmm. and i could and why was I telling myself no? My mom was still in my head. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. It was yeah. like so deeply rooted in me. So it's something like that where you're just like thinking about what is this deeply rooted ideology or construct yeah. or constraint or whatever term verbiage you want to use to describe it. And Danielle, you made my dreams come true. I did in your kitchen. With in those my really kitchen. dull scissors that we bought yeah. while I was there. Preface this, I am a hairstylist. That's right, she and is. And that's how I met gentlemen. her. But anyways, She's second story. She's an incredible hairstylist. There's a celebrity that someone said, I don't know who it was, I forget who it was, that was that every woman should shave her head at least once in her life. Oh, I like that. And it's a very yeah. empowering experience. I have not shaved my head, but I have had very, very short haircuts. Yeah. In fact, when I came out of beauty school, I had what is now lovingly referred to as the Karen. Oh, I you have to carry it? I had the short in the back and long in the front. Spiky! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh my god. But I think someday I still want to go real short, but I haven't yet. But as soon as I cut Julia's hair off and she saw herself, it was like, I loved how excited you were and your yeah. face. I feel like I saw a burden come off of you and you like were like reborn. Yeah. You you mm-hmm. unlocked a whole nother level within myself. Because you said yes to I, getting your hair to cutting off yeah. your hair. Yeah. And again, our hair is a very emotional tie for women specifically because of a bazillion reasons. But yeah. it's a very like confidence boosting, empowering moment when we choose to do something with our hair that everyone says don't do. Mm. or that you shouldn't do or that doesn't even look good or that's not flattering or whatever we don't have to look flattering and pretty all the time if we don't fucking want to we can we can we can do it for ourselves like for me i I mean i think a limiting belief which which hadn't even been confirmed was oh my husband's not gonna love this Mm -hmm. he's not gonna appreciate that or whatever and to be honest this is why i married him i go to him and i say thinking of cutting my hair short like short short mm-hmm. like like pig, like and i showed him an example picture mm-hmm. and he looks at me and he's like it's your hair baby do what you like he thinks julia is the hottest thing ever and he's he, correct I, and <laughs> it was true that's sweet of you to say it's he's, so cute he's, i looks at you he thinks you're so amazing he, and then you I, can see it in his face he's, 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 he's the best but anyway even if you have a man or a woman or a person or human in you know that you're in a relationship with they're not you. It doesn't matter. Like they don't wear that. You rock what you rock. Right. You yeah. know, and we don't have to get into the convincing of like, you can have, babe, you can have the hairstyle you, you want to have, you, not for anybody else, mm-hmm. but you, but that was just an example, mm-hmm. you know, like you asked it. So my example, another example perfectly fit was mm-hmm. my hair. Like I finally, mm-hmm. and I don't even know why I assumed my husband wouldn't like my hair. Short. It was short. And women and men like long hair in society, uh, and apparently, it's supposed to be cuter. That's and I it's guess not. that's the construct, or that's at least the, it's been in the past. That's the idea that men and women hold in this society, which is dumb, and I hate it. 
You are so free for a while and you're growing it out now, but you're ready and that's okay. Yeah, now we're going through that ugly teenage phase. Not teenage, just a hair growth phase. It's she, a hair growth phase. If I didn't cut it? it, she would have a mullet, but she always has a hard time with me cutting the bottom. Like, you will have a mullet. So like, <laughs> I don't got my mullet. <laughs> but, yeehaw! Anyways, that was one thing for her recently, but there was a lot of things I saw for her. Really? I think starting to more build your confidence was going to school. I went back to school. You went back to school. I finished my degree. That's the hardest thing is going back. Like I, I said went yes back to going to that's school right. too. And I need to still go finish. But you yeah. said yes to going back to school. I recently said yes to going back to school. And how that's a very empowering experience. Obviously, because we're getting educated. We have to work hard. We have to discipline ourselves. We have to yeah. put ourselves out there and write stuff on paper and get judged stuff for it. Like, that's a big deal for a lot of people. And I know me... I never thought I was smart at all. I barely freaking could have graduated high school. I didn't pass any of the tests for the state. I just did. My parents forced me, gave me a diploma and said, here you go. And I went to Sierra College or a college, community college in my area. And I did really well in the things that I didn't think I would. I got A's in my math classes, even though they were mediocre math, like basic (laughs) elementary math. I always thought I was so stupid in math. I hated math. Start somewhere. Literally taking a math class boosted my confidence. I was like, I can. I got an A in this class? Are you kidding me? It's the things that you think would uh-huh. be the least likely mm-hmm. to to help you. But it's it's like 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 I said, like who'd have thought that mm-hmm. a haircut could, a haircut could have such a yep. profound impact? Who'd have thought that a math class, mm-hmm. uh, like a mediocre math class mm-hmm. at that, right? Who would have thought that? making an app on match.com and putting stuff out there about yourself to try to date somebody or taking a dance class would oh, boost your confidence. Yeah. Like it's like a step ladder, basically it's one step at a time and it, it might is. be never ending and that's fine. It's well, not like an arrival. That's what I was going to wanted to get at to next mm-hmm. because for those of you listening who are sitting there going in your, or you know driving your car and you're going, I already have my, fucking degree i got my degree when i was 22 so what now all i have to to show for it is a massive load of debt that Mm -hmm. i can't do anything with like i i get i feel you like that's Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother issue but like the thing of it is when it comes to confidence and self-esteem it is not something that you uh, arrive at and then you just have it it's kind of there's layers to it too no but it's it's not something that like Mm -hmm. once you finally attain your confidence it just stays with you forever no yeah. that's definitely not the case though same thing like fitness same it's thing, the same same thing with fitness. the fitness in the gym you gotta keep going you, you can't just get the big muscle and then end and then you gotta continue to keep it yeah. big however that is you gotta stoke it you gotta stoke mm-hmm. the flames exactly. you gotta stoke the fire you gotta keep building it and that's why i think like some some women who are some people who, who might be unaware um where they're like well i'm just not a confident person well, I, mm-hmm. I'm just someone who's always had low self-esteem, so I mm-hmm. just I just don't have, I still have what it takes. I'm just not that girl. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that girl. But the thing of it is, is like that girl worked to, yep. she tried. Yep. She said yes. Yep. And she continues to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, she says yes to herself every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's so funny that I'm saying this. And I'm a total hypocrite, by the way, sitting here on this microphone. Um, yeah, you're sitting on the microphone. I am sitting literally on this microphone. We're talking through my ass cheeks right now. <laughs> Why are you a hypocrite? I feel like I'm a hypocrite because, like, first of all, like, I have told myself for a long time, I'm not that girl when it comes to being able to do makeup. 
and being able to like be stylish. Well, you know what? The person who does the makeup and does the styling is yourself. You have like, you've got to step. I haven't yet made the effort to say yes to myself on like, I will try. I'm going to try and learn how to do my makeup. I'm going to actually try and experiment. And you know, what is difficult about that is that essence of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I feel vulnerable as hell. Like, uh, like in my mind goes back to adolescence, middle school, and Mm -hmm. everyone's going to just laugh and point at me. Mm -hmm. That's my concern. I'm going to put eye makeup on and I go out into target and everyone's going to stop what they're doing in the middle of shopping and just scream scream and point and laugh and piss themselves because it's hilarious how ridiculous I look like Mm Mimi from that old show with Drew Carey. You know what I mean? It's funny the things that terrify us like that. I'm terrified to try. And I think that's what's saying yes to getting out of your, getting into the discomfort, doing things that scare you. And, And so for me, I think my next step is saying yes to trying to have my own personal style mm-hmm. and trying to, I mean, you know, what? I got to give myself some credit. I mean, yes, I haven't really tried with the makeup thing really, yeah. uh, but I have tried with my personal style. You guys, mm-hmm. I have a writing sweater. <laughs> yes, she does. She just bought it. Yes. And we're the most opposite of styles that you could possibly get. I think. I think that's, she's that's what rocking makes... her style. I am. I'm, and I'm proud of you because when I first met you, wore t-shirts and jeans and that's literally that's it. that's literally it and yeah. now you're like that's a weird ass sweater and it's a fucking riding sweater and i want it it's and weird as like fuck it. you guys like it's got it's got like stags on it oh, you know yeah. like the the, the, the deer with cozy. the thing and it's warm and cozy and it's like i don't know it looks greek but it's italian yeah, it's a good it's, sweater it's, it's, it is a good sweater. i would never wear it but you rock it that's, and we like it that's and that's good. what matters if you see something and you decide that's mine i want it you wear it with confidence and that's literally all it is. Yeah. I look fucking good in this. I like this and I'm going to be. It empowers me. I said yes to it. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you guys, I'm 36 years old. Last year, when I turned 35 was the first time last year when I finally had, you know, felt maybe, or just like I told myself, I am going to have the confidence to assert my own style. Mm-hmm. I am going to be fucking unapologetically me mm-hmm. in my style, and I am okay with that. And I don't give mm-hmm. a shit what anybody else thinks. And honestly, that's that's what it takes, mm-hmm. right? So I rock my goofy ass Portland <laughs> style <laughs> with my corduroys, and it works. And you I can't make, wear right? the stuff that I wear. You can't wear a leopard jumpsuit. Like it just wouldn't work on you. Or like a hot she pink just crop hot, top hot and matching. Pink skirt like yeah. what i know she just bought a leopard you guys uh, and she fucking rocks it it's a leopard jumpsuit got at a thrift store yep we went thrifting and we found some cool stuff she rocks it she you rock it you rock thank my you. world thank you you rock my you're the most beautiful person ever you're the yin to my yang you have a face like sunshine you smell like pine needles <laughs> <laughs> we're favorite but I, you know the other thing is is i i forgot to mention um just recently in the last year, you know, talk about self-discovery, self-awareness. I realized that I want to be a writer or that I want to write my story. At least maybe I want to write my story. I want to write. And I know everybody wants to write their memoir, right? I think they do. And I think I do too. But, but I'm going to do it. I'm just, I said yes to myself. I don't think you, uh, I think you need to reframe that because you don't want to be a writer. You are. A I am a writer. Well, no, I was saying last year, yes. I finally decided I want to be a writer. You are. And then now I am. 
No, I mean, one year later. Some of it and, well, he's always been a good writer, too. Like, every time I, I read, I'm like, wow, I wish I could talk like that. Really? Yeah, like, I'll be like, can you just write this professional email for me? And you write it back, I'm like, oh my god, I can't even do that. I would well, be like, oh my god, please help me. Now we have AI for that. Yeah, but... Now you can just ask... Chat know. GPT or AI. You can just be like, can you write me a professional ass, like maybe not ass part? Like, could you, hello computer, could you write me a professional email telling oh, someone to God. fuck off professionally? And they'll do it. Well, they will. Learn they how to use this instead of using all your show skills. You. But I feel like you just stepped into your power of writing. Oh. And that's what you've been doing this year. For I sure. love that you just said step into mm-hmm. your power. That is. Is that's my... been like a word, like a phrase that I've learned in the last year. And I, in the last year. Or like recently, yeah. and I'm really, that's my goal this that's, year. I'm stepping oh my into God. my power. That is mine too. Yeah. That is 2023. Yep. We're going to step into our power, hence the reason why we're sitting here together, cramped in her little studio office, uh-huh. talking into one microphone. <laughs> because I told myself I was going to make a podcast, and I'm thinking about this for months. Yeah, she has. And I've been researching it, trying to figure it out, and there's no time to start. That's perfect. You just start. No, it's never. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know how to edit anything, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. This because might sound horrible for you guys. We apologize. And it might take 18 years to listen to this podcast one episode. We're but... only 34 minutes and 10 <laughs> seconds in. Can you believe it? It feels like it's been like two hours already. We talk a lot, but. We do. I think, I think we're hilarious and interesting, and I think people are going to find that too. But, again, this is just the first of like a lot of stories I want to share, whether it's just myself or I have my friends here or people that I know, because I think it's important for us to hear stories of, again, normal women that aren't celebrities, that aren't rich, that haven't written a book and reached the peak of their, I don't know, life yet. Or what do you call it? The peak of their career or their something? Career. I, I mean, here's the thing. We're, we're, <laughs> I'm just Jenny from the block. Mm. You, you know, you know what I mean. I you, know, you hear me? I hear you. <laughs> we're we're yeah. we're just like the two bitches next door. Like that's mm-hmm. it, though. We're we're normal, regular people with jobs and careers. And we're parent. You know, I'm a parent. We got debt. We, we got, got drama. We got debt. We, we got, got drama. We got back. We got backstory. We got back pain. Lots <laughs> 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 of back pain. Migrants. You but, know, normal but think, stuff. But I think, like, I, I you know, I, I want to, you know, I want to hop, scratch, hop, and jump along with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You want to hop mm-hmm. on and say, like, it's important for, it's empowering for women to mm-hmm. share our stories. Yeah. Um, with each other uh, across the board and to hear it from someone who is on your level with you not a celebrity talking down to you Mm -hmm. it's not and not to say that 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 you know oprah doesn't bring value Mm -hmm. you know or but it's just like just seems unattainable i mean mean, brad pitt is cool but like I don't know. We're old. We're bringing up old celebrities. Brad Pitt's like 60 now. He's old, isn't he? Anyways, Zach Efron, maybe that's a better reference. But I think she retired before she did that. Zach? Anyway. I would. Don't say it. I would. I want a hall pass. I would would use my hall pass for Zach. I mean, that's a good idea. I think, mean, you, know, well, you know what, if I were to say that out loud, he would be like, I would too. He probably would too. We'd do it together, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yeah. He would. It's, yeah. But, again, <laughs> as we sidetrack, we have ADHD, both of us, so as you can tell. But my point for starting this podcast was, like, I sit in my salon and I do women's hair all day. Mm-hmm. Mostly women. And men. And I've heard some cool stories from men, but... 
I've heard some amazing women share the things that they've done and worked on and had had to do in their lives. And it just like encourages me and it empowers me to be like, um, if she can do it, I can do it. And I think that's kind of the goal. And like, as our Lord and Savior, Brene Brown says. Oh, Brene, our Lord and Savior. What does she say? Something about our shame disappears when we start sharing our stories and being vulnerable, right? When we share it with the right person, when we share it with the the right people, Mm -hmm. our people, you Mm -hmm. know, not just anybody. We're not going to air all of our shit out for everybody. But right, you know, the shame disappears when you um, you speak it. That was a paraphrase. But that's basically just that. But, you know, the queen of vulnerability, right? Yes. And, and that's what I'm working on, being vulnerable in my real self, because I have a lot of stuff in. Authenticity. And I'm trying to be authentic and vulnerable, and that's what you've been helping me do, because you yell at me all the time about it. I mean, yell because is very strong word. you strongly encourage. And sometimes we <laughs> need that. I encourage at you. I do that to you, too. It's true. And that's what friends yeah. should be for, and how we should act towards each other. But not even just friends, even other people we know, but... That's kind of what I want this podcast to be like, to be like your friend. That's like, get it, girl. You what can do this. Empowering. And you're here exactly. to, uh, you're given a monthly dose of empowerment. Eventually, someday, maybe a weekly dose. I think hopefully it, a monthly it dose. It would be great if it's weekly. Let's we'll see how much cool. time I can get here. We can do it. I have a lot of great ideas coming up, and uh, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that I get some subscribers and that I get some followers that get excited mm-hmm. and share this with other Nobody, none of your, none of your damn celebrities though. Don't share, don't share them with your celebrity friends. Yeah. If you have any, we don't want to know about it. I don't have any celebrity friends. Yet. Hello yet. I may. Ooh, what if I meet Brene Brown someday? That's my goal is I want to write a book. I want to write a book and I want to, well, that'd be awesome. I wanted, my goal was I want to get on Brene Brown's podcast and then she went and decided to not have a podcast anymore and I cried hard. Everything will be okay because now we have this one and we can be just Maybe we can have Brene on our podcast. That would be cool. I say our, it's not even mine. (laughs) It's whatever it is. I'll be the host and you'll be on it plenty of times, I'm sure, but, um. Yeah, I mean, thanks for joining me for this first little 35, 38-minute long installment intro to the Women's podcast. the podcast. <laughs> I sound like bridesmaids, which is my favorite movie. And we're, you know, I'm I'm really proud of you for doing this. Well, I haven't published it yet, and I hope I do. I think but I'm we're going to do it. Proud of you already. I'm proud of you for doing this. Because listen, you downloaded the software. I did. And you bought the little alien looking microphone thing. Yeah, I did some. I listened to some podcasts about how to do podcasts. That's amazing. It's the little, it's the little Mm -hmm. things. Like she took the little steps and it's little baby steps, baby step, baby step. And you know what? Sometimes it really helps to have somebody hold your hand to start do something. And Julia's here holding my hand. And I I appreciate that. It's not even holding hand. It's more like a little tap on the butt and pushing me off the roof. It's a little, it's yeah. It's a little, it's a little love, love tap. Yeah, and sometimes you just need that. If you can't do it for yourself, go freaking ask somebody for help. Oh my god, what are that's they a whole it? other story on the podcast on asking for help. But asking for help, I had hey, to you ask know for help. Many what times. is it called? Doubling body doubling. Oh yeah, for ADHD. For us, and you know what? I think body it's beneficial double. for people who aren't ADHD. Yeah. I think you can uh, have yeah. a body double. You know, if, if, for those of you who are listening, uh, body doubling. <laughs> It, it has nothing to do with anything the sexual of you concerned. Um, body doubling just essentially means that if you need to get a task done, 
what you do is you have someone else sit there next to you or come with you or and literally phone, something literally they're just there with you they can be mm-hmm. on the phone with you and it's just another human body there on mm-hmm. the in the next to you the vicinity um and they they literally they don't even need to help you with anything they literally just need to be there yeah. and it will help you to to do it'll hold you accountable i don't know it's some it sort of literally is magically life-changing i don't know popsicle psychology yeah. you guys like i don't know what it is but like just having like uh i'll call my one of my other best friends jonathan tall lady lovingly lady i love you um we will talk to each other we'll put each other in our little AirPod air pet pod things in our ears and uh we, we won't even be we'll just be on the phone not even Breathing. talking as we're like getting our shit done throughout like i'll be doing laundry he'll be doing the dishes like or he'll have to go shopping at target or something while i'm like you know changing the baby's diaper sometimes that's so helpful it is it is and we are so much more productive just because we have the other person in in our ear even though we're not even talking it's it's it is some voodoo shit yeah well thanks for body doubling with me today on this you're welcome episode one stay sassy be yourself bitch be yourself, exactly. Like, You're un- unapologetically you. Yeah. And do the things that scare you this just week. Say do yes. one thing this week that makes you nervous. Even if it's, it could be something as small as like. Exactly, whatever it is. Cutting your hair or getting your na- nails painted or doing your makeup or something. I don't know, or wearing like a, a lime green sweater. Or making a phone call. In public. That you don't want to make. I don't right? know. Something. Or do something. the thing. So we'll talk to you next time and I have some more stuff to share. So. Share this with other friends and you're beautiful. And you have a face like sunshine. You have a face like sunshine. You probably smell like pine needles too. Probably do. So have a blessed and happy and beautiful day. <laughs> step into your power. Yes, step into your power. 2023. Woo! Woo! Bye. Just words. Just afraid.